3CR would like to acknowledge the Kulin Nations, true owners, caretakers and custodians of the land from which we broadcast. Welcome to Raising Our Voices. Today we're discussing the Sky Rail in Melbourne along the um, Cranbourne and Pakenham Corridor and we'll be having John McPherson, a community transport activist, with us. We'll also have Lachlan Jones commenting who uses the SkyRail regularly for transport from home and um, also Lucy from Urella who's with Lachlan today and I'm Bronwyn from Armida. So John I'd like to introduce you. Uh, I understand you're a community transport activist. Yeah that's right yeah. <clears throat> Look I've been around the, the um, public transport um, scene for Oh, decades now. I've been I've been involved with the Public Transport Users Association quite a lot. So um, I've uh, you know put my oar into many many arguments and many fights on um, trying to improve public transport in Melbourne. Ah, okay. Uh, I I'm guessing that that would include also in improving it for people with disabilities and access. Well, that's right. They they have often been the people who get forgotten. Yes. Okay, we've got Lachlan Jones on the line here as well today. Uh-huh. Do you want to say hello, Lachlan? Hi, my name's Lachlan. Hi there, Lachlan. And we also have Lucy. Hello, Lucy. No. We're wondering, John, if we can ask you some questions about the Cranbourne-Pakenham Corridor Sky Rail mm-hmm. here in Melbourne. Yep. I understand that it's still under construction. Uh, they're, they're getting to the end of it. Yeah, I think all the stations have reopened. But not all the stations have had all their um, all the work finished. Okay. So it may be that some of the stations haven't had all the, the lifts and um, escalators and things like that. Right. Right. Okay. We understand it's about one point four kilometre and one point six billion dollar project. Mm-hmm. Um, some opinions are divided in the community. Some houses nearby are not pleased. Yes, it, it does seem though that since the thing actually got built that a lot, some of the people, at least living near, nearby, have softened their criticism. Okay. They're admitting that it's perhaps not, not as bad as they were told that it was going to be. All right. Um, some people have said that the noise levels haven't really got any worse than they were when the trains were running on the ground. You I know, see. Level crossings, which is, which is, I guess, a good thing, good to hear. Okay. Um, I also noted that Domain published on the 6th of September that they believed the SkyRail is a boon, bringing not only a reprieve, a reprieve to traffic congestion, but also attracting buyers to the area. Yes, that was interesting, wasn't it? That was, that was um, mainly the real estate agents talking, but I guess <laughs> they, have a, um, they have a finger in the game. But, um, yeah, that seems to be the case. The feeling is that... Um, that the uh, re- relieving the traffic congestion may have done good things for property values in the in the areas. Yeah. Okay. We I also noted that thousands of metres of noise barrier gasket had been installed installed in the project. Mm-hmm. Uh, at yeah. least there's been that set up to protect some of the nearby houses right. from the yeah, noise. When, where the <clears throat> where the train goes up onto the onto the sky rail bridge, let's call it a bridge because that's sort of what it is. Um, each side of the each side of the sky rail has these barriers that um, reach reach oh, about a metre or a metre and a half up up um, beside the train, and so some of the noise from the um, 
from the, from the wheels and the things underneath the train gets caught and damped by those barriers. And they do seem to be doing their job, to, at least to some degree. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And some of them, are, I think, have been designed to look a bit pretty too. I'm not sure how, how well that's worked. But <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, been the, that's been the thought, yeah. Uh, I also noted there were some privacy concerns mm. from residents um, that yep. train passengers could look down into yep. residential backyards. Yes, yes. Well, I think there is some of that. But, you know, in actuality, the train is usually going past at, 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 at quite a speed. And, there, you know, there really isn't much, much, much time for any, um, for any of the people on the train to really get much of a look into the backyard because you passed it so quickly. Mm. Um, okay. Uh, and I think, I think, so I think that's maybe, maybe a fairly isolated problem. So he's okay. hoping it is. Uh, Lachlan in particular uses the, this corridor, the Cranbourne-Pakenham cor- corridor, I believe, Lachlan, you were saying it's it's yeah. quite difficult for you um, is you have a dual disability, you have a vision yeah, impairment. I've got a, um, I've got a, um, a, a vision <laughs> impairment and, 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 and I've also got, mis- I'm sorry, I'll rephrase that. I've got... Using a wheelchair as well. Yep. So I didn't catch that very well. Sorry, oh, Lachlan. Sorry. Um, my worker was just moving me closer. Um, I'll phrase that. Um, I've got a, mainly the physical disability and amongst others vision impairment and and epilepsy, which I don't know whether that's relevant. I would say it's relevant. Because, because what, 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 what happens if um, someone like myself, even if they're not in a wheelchair and they're <coughs> um, if, um, finding it hard to see your way? Oh, so just say if someone's not in a wheelchair yeah. and they've got epilepsy and they, and they are in, in the middle of having an attack mm. and they're mid, like, like they're what mid air so so to speak and and there's no way down. Mm. Mm. If you're having a seizure. Correct. So um so you are you really suggesting that maybe you need more staff on on the station so that there are yep. there are people to um to respond if you have an issue, is that Yep. Yeah. Yep. There should be a um oh no, someone with first aid and they can come up like pretty much like I as safe um as near as soon as possible to yep. like like if um need be or so what or what happens if <coughs> what happens if there's a problem with the um train? Yeah. And 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 we've all got to um, 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 disembark, yep. and it's on the sky rail. What do we do? So are you, are you saying if you've got to disembark away from a station or at a station? Disembark away from the station. Yeah. And yeah. you're in between stations and it's on that corridor. What do you do? Yeah. Well, that's, 
Well, I, I guess it's 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 a problem. I mean, are you saying that the problem wouldn't be the same if you were down on ground level? No, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. No, because you'd have um, you'd be able to have um, SES or fire brigade or anybody to well, get you off the train yep. onto the track because it's yep, not yep. as high. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's 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 a, a genuine and a real issue, and I don't know if anybody has really thought that one through, through Lachlan. You're um, listening to 3CR, Raising Our Voices, and we're talking about the SkyRail project today. Um, the, current, the current trains, um, they don't have any end, end doors at the end of the trains where the driver or the, you know, where the driver is. There's no, there's no actual door there that passengers can use to get down onto the track. There's only the side doors. Okay. Right. And as Lachlan's explaining, if you're up on the sky rail and the train's broken down between stations, um, getting getting help to to somebody in the train who, who, who hasn't got much mobility is a real problem. Mm. I also I remember, Lachlan, you mentioned that when the station, when you get to the station, a lot of them are still under construction mm. and um, the you know the layout of the station might change at any time that's correct okay um, workers on site like like I know at the moment at this point in time um I've been um what would be the right way of describing it we see um I've been not ordered my worker my support, my um, the coordinated. I have to use bring giving me cab charges. Yeah, just while um the skyrail was going up, and that was that was a burden. I understand, um, Lachlan. You have someone travelling with you when you're, especially at night time, because you're no, not able to. No, that's not that's incorrect. Um, travelling at night, I very rarely go out at night. So at this point in time um there's been I think it's two occasions where I oh know just going off side getting sidetracked pardon the pun um um going to my mum's because of the sky rail and getting to my mum's I've been able to get cab charges mm. through um I've got funding for cabs, that's which, good. Um, which enables me to, um, like it enables me to, um, like they're there as needed. So, so the, in the night time, you will use a taxi rather than get the train. Well, depends, really. Okay. Yes, the station layouts. Um, while Skyrail's been built, could could change because they were having to um, channel channel passengers, you know, around the station in various ways while they worked on other parts of the station, and it would mean that the that the ground wasn't often all that even either, you know, so that the so that the access to the station was pretty pretty difficult at times and hard to and hard to get a grasp on it, particularly particularly when lighting wasn't very good. 
and particularly at night, I would think. But the hope is that when the stations are completely finished, that the the services will all be smooth and the um, lighting will be good and you'll be able to find where the lifts are to take you up to Mm. the platforms easily and things like that. But uh, I would certainly agree that while it's been uh, while it's been under construction, it's made life pretty difficult. Mm. Mm. At the station that you use now, Lachlan, yep, the train is level with the platform, so you don't need a ramp. Well, is that right? Again, um, well, Lucy can vouch for this. Um, I'm not dumping you. Know, no, I'm not okay. dumping you in it, Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, this morning we're trying to. Um, Board a train and my chair, the front of my the wheels got wedged oh. in between the gap and the oh. and the door. So you actually did need a ramp. Yes, having the um, the adjusted platforms have been great um, for most trains, uh, but some of the newer trains, I believe they've come over from France, as Lachlan has told me before, um, they don't uh, fit in with the new platforms, so they do have. They do need um, ramps in those situations, so because um, they're quite significantly different. Yep, all good. Um, I, I, the train that rocked up this morning, I really purely anticipated that, that we didn't need a ramp, and I misjudged it, um, and, I, and my wheels get got wedged. Thanks, thanks to Lucy being there when she was. Yep. Well, the driver wouldn't wouldn't have known. Mm. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real worry if the drivers aren't aren't paying, you know, attention mm. and, and notice what's going on. Yes. Um, did I read the other day, Lachlan and Lucy, mm. that the two of the trains, the the comment trains and the um, mm. uh, extrapolis trains, mm. the floors line up. At the doors, the floors line up really well with the station. They do, they yeah. do. But then there's the other ones, the Siemens trains. Mm. They're useless because, They're useless. because the, as I said this morning, yeah. um, we um, went for the train and we, blind hole, we got a um, Siemens train. Yeah. And and the step was about that big, yeah, about that big, and um. About about ten centimeters, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe oh, no. more. How much direction? Oh, probably more. More. Uh, probably getting closer to twenty. I would say. Yeah. Okay. About yeah. It's pretty 20. hard to negotiate. Oh, that. Yeah. 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 Print. Yeah. yeah. Chair. And I'm only going on. So I'll go on what Lucy said because of my vision. Yeah. And um. Yeah. So so I look, had Lucy not been there, I would have. Got pissed off with the drop. Oh, sorry, mm, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. Um, that's um, okay. No, that's all right. Um, um, I would have got annoyed with the driver. Yeah. And so yeah, so because I was annoyed because I was scared that like what well, was going to happen. Yeah. Getting on boarding the train. Well, mm. getting on, and I was worried that the train was going to. He was going to teach home mm, and, sure. and go. Yes, mm. that's, the, that's, the, that's always the worry if, um, if, you, if you're caught in the door like that, yeah. You're listening to 3CR, Raising Our Voices, and we're discussing the SkyRail project today in Melbourne. Uh, I also understand 
that um, in the past, Lachlan, that um, bikes on trains have been a bit yep. of an issue. Yep, that's correct. Um, again, um, I've, I've had, I've, I've had um, some ongoing issues with bikes and and um, I've had like like I've had I'm going because I have a little red trailer with me hooked up behind my chair to work for the big issue <clears throat> and I carry it for varying other reasons um tell it for varying other reasons and carrying things in there correct in my trailer and I need that little bit more room without my trailer it yeah. still would be it still I still would need room to remove remove my chair. Mm. Yeah. And you get you only have to have two bikes, three at the worst, yeah. and then you've got drama after drama. Well it, it it's true that even one bike takes up a lot of space. Yeah, it's true. Um, and and most, I've noticed most people when they bring a bike onto the train, they don't really try and park it in the in the most sensible corner. No, you know? no. They often just sort of dump it. Um, no, and they don't <laughs> give a care in the world. No, and I and I'll dump it and then I'll walk away and sit somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, will. Which I or, think you know is incredibly is is incredibly you know bad manners if nothing. I and I've asked them. Yeah. Like I know, I used to wheelchair race. Yeah. I know when we used to mono our chairs to get them on lift in the lift mm-hmm. and put with the wheels, the front wheel upwards. Yeah. Facing the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I I told the bike riders if like like if they'd say, oh, it's too difficult. Mm. Just get your bike down the aisle and wheel it upwards. Yeah, yeah. And move it down the aisle. You'll be able to fit it perfect. Mm, mm. So there's no. You don't have to be brain surgeon to find that to do that. So no, no I, I, um, I agree with you um, on that one. Yeah. Look, con- con- concerning the trains and and the doors and the height of the of the floors. Um, it may be that that the um, Siemens trains are going to have to be fitted with some sort of a slide-out ramp at, at a, you know, at least some of the doors on the trains. Do you yeah. think? Mm. Yeah, because they're quite significantly different. Mm. Um, so. Well, it's not like... It's quite unlikely Metro are going to give them... Well, I get to do all of them. Or they're very... Like inherited them from M trains like a number of years ago, so I can't. It's like <coughs> once you've bought something, that's it. You can't return it. So, yeah. so they've got to, and which, because they can't return it, they've got to spend money. Yeah. Which means it's more more expensive. It's starting. It's starting to happen in Europe that they are, they are actually fitting trains with, you know, slide out. Um, ramps, little ramps, that like like them. um like the low floor buses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a whole there's yeah. a whole fleet of trains in um <laughs> in let's see, I think it's 
yeah, I think it's Glasgow, a whole fleet of trains in Glasgow. Oh, yep. Uh, where they've got lots of stations with sharp curved, sharp curves in the um, platforms. They're they're fitting their new trains with all to have a um, a slide out little mini ramp at the doors to fill yeah. up. Yeah, so, so and, and that'll work automatically apparently. Yeah. So you know these sort of things can be done, mm. um, and it's just really whether the, you know the officials who, who run our system want want to do it. Well, it's a matter of, it's a matter of if they're going to let the moths float the wallet at the yeah, end of the day, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's it's the same. It's the problem that we've had now. You know, for 20 years they've been promising that they were going to make the system, you know, disability compliant. Mm. And and progress has been painfully slow, as you know. Oh, yeah. On, on the train and tram tram system. Well, well, we've um. Like, say, with, like, it took, I don't know whether you remember, oh, quite a few years ago, do you remember a guy called Chris Jones? Not sure I do, but go well, on. he, um, he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. He had those model which had, his electric chair had, um, two big wheels, front drive, and his smaller wheels uh -huh. were at the back. Yeah. And... And he was trying to cross the tracks. Oh, yeah, I remember that case, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and he got caught, caught in the track, is that right? Correct. Yeah. And, and he couldn't not move his chariot yeah. in yeah. time. Yeah. And then, bang. Yeah. And then, and then, then um, that's really what stirred, that's what really got, that really stirred the hornet's nest. Mm, mm. They had to go, they had to do a colonial inquest, mm. yep. and then they had to, then they got in the media, mm. and then there was, and then they, so we had to fight tooth and nail mm. to get grade separation. It's a terrible thing that happened. And we had to, we blockaded trains, God, knows, God yep. knows what, and and then it's still, yeah. So it's so it just means that like like you don't um preceding them fortunate you have to like wait until someone dies mm. and then it's not just the person with a disability mm. it's also the families it's also the passengers mm. so it's all like you just had I only had a sister thing from memory. Okay. And then, so the driver, so it affected him big time, so it's more than likely he won't be able to drive a train again, mm. thanks to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's a terrible, it's a terrible situation, yes. Um, I think, I think all we can do is continue to, you know, pressurise the government, at least... <laughs> We can only hope that all the new stations that are being built as part of the level crossing removal project, that all the new stations are going to be, you know, all properly disability compliant. Uh, they're meant to be. I that would be great. Mm. Uh, so I understand that bikes are really directed to go on to the last carriage of yes, the train. Yes, that's correct. Um, sorry, before you go, I've... Had numerous um, run-ins. 
yeah, numerous run-ins and com- conflicts with um, bikes. Yep. And with my red trainer, I've had it on the back. And, and well, Lucy can vouch for me. Do you mind? Yeah, um, but, I mean, a real positive that's come out of this is, um, you know, train drivers now are really enforcing it that much more. And especially on the new stations on the Skyrail, it is actually clearly marked. Right. Um, look, I might not have seen that, but they actually are. It's painted on the thing that um, the oh, robots with the actual X through it um, can go on to the first carriage. It's right. uh, uh, clearly marked, so, so hopefully. To see, yeah. So they're trying to make sure the bikes go on a different part of the train to to so, uh, yes. so, but, to, but, to chairs. Yeah, but um, but what really I know I'm not, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I might be an old cynic, <laughs> but um, but when it comes to things like that, when I'm because I'm an old cynic, because I've done it for such a long time, yeah, like it's like I'm like I'm sort of person. Well, I'll believe it when I say it. Like, how am I going to have faith mm. when, yeah. when, um, when, how am I going to have trust and faith if I don't see one, if I don't see a bike yeah. on mm. a carriage? Yeah. Just yeah. finishing up, I'd like to say thanks, John McPherson, for your input and time today. It's very valuable. Oh, that's okay. I was, I was happy to do it. Okay. okay. Thanks, good, good Lachlan good and Lucy. Yep. Uh, you're listening to 3CR Raising Our Voices and Completada Bailable coming up shortly. Thank you very much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.